0: Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Digital Coach. I'm your host Ben Kamara. Now I want to take you back to 2012. 2012 is when myself and Harry Thomas, my business partner on Number One Fitness Gyms, flew out to San Diego, young, um, bright-eyed personal trainers for the first ever Institute of Motion mentorship run by Michelle Dalcor of Viper and the IOM team. We were on the beach at 6am in San Diego living the dream and we suddenly saw some of the guys that were also there to take part doing all these, you know, animalistic mobility style movements on the beach, which we had no clue about. We came back and we soon realized that that was called Animal Flow um, and dove a bit deeper and and were very much engaged on how can we introduce this to our clients here in London I was very fortunate a few years later to meet Mike Fitch, the founder and creator of Animal Flow, and see him live at an event in Amsterdam. And again, you know, connected over the years, and I'm very privileged to have him on the Digital Coach podcast, where he sat down and spoke to us all about how he's built that brand, which is a global education and on-demand platform, and how he transitioned from personal trainer to then creating what we now call animal flow. If you've seen this guy move on Instagram, you won't believe it when he says that he was really struggling at the beginning. Um, but you, you know, when you know him, you know that he's telling the truth, but it also shows that we can all change. We can transition from a different type of training modality into, you know, maybe the next phase as we grow hugely enjoyed this episode. He talks about building a team around him, building that brand, and also building the the right content for the right audience. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It's with Mike Fitch, owner, creator, founder of Animal Flow. Let's dive straight in. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, How you been? It's been a while. Um, Healthy, I hope?
1: Yes, yes. Luckily, things have been good. I've been healthy. My family and friends have been healthy. So all is well on that side. And man, it's, it's great to see you. I think the last time I saw you, I mean, God, who knows, three years ago? What is time? Yeah. It doesn't make it sense me, to me you, anymore. Me,
0: you and Mr. Norton, the Strength Temple, um, just kind of had a bit of a walk and some food around Shoreditch, I think. Yeah, so about three years. No one, no one had any idea we'd be in this pandemic, right? It was very much just chilling and enjoying the wellness space.
1: Yeah, if we if we had the foresight, if we were able to see into the future, imagine what we would have done that day. We could have we could have done anything. We would have really maximized our time. Not to say that we didn't have the best time that we could, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, imagine if you knew in three years time that the entire world as you knew it would change, imagine what you would do differently.
0: I know. And so where are you? Because you've moved, is that correct? Or you've moved from yeah, so-
1: then, yeah. I think I believe that when we when we saw you last I think that was during the time we we were traveling and when I say we my business partner Karen and I who you know we were traveling full time for 2 years straight and yeah. the goal was to you know get out there on the road and you know nurture the communities that we have the animal flow communities that we have do outreach get more people involved do the uh, the different conventions and just you know show face meet people meet potential partners so that was uh, that was two years. We had left Miami to do that. And then we landed in Boulder, Colorado. So we've now been in Boulder, Colorado for about two and a half years, coming up on two and a half years, I think.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, and Boulder, is that, that's, near, that's near Denver, right? Because I was in Denver. Yeah, yeah just so it's before. about
1: 40, 40 to 45 minutes.
0: Yeah, I remember when you were doing that two-year traveling, I was thinking, man, I'm just... <laughs> I would love to be doing that. But yeah, so let's touch base on on animal flow um yeah. if, if there are any trainers I'm, I'm i'm sure there are very few if there are that don't know what animal flow is and kind of how you got to it could you give us just a maybe a 60 second rundown of how it came about um and when
1: yeah yeah sure so i was uh, i was i I've, I've been a personal trainer since i was 19 years old i started when i was living in new york city and Uh, I spent the next, you know, 10, nine years or so just doing as personal trainers do, which is, you know, I was just exploring and getting into different modalities, getting, you know, into, uh, at the time, uh, this was kind of the early introduction of kettlebells into the U.S., so I was really getting into kettlebell training, Olympic lifting, sports-specific training, uh, pre- and post-rehabilitation, and I was just, you know, exploring, and I found myself where I believe most most guys at least do, some girls do, where I just wanted to, to be as strong and, and big as possible. And I was just lifting a ton of weights and it was great, I loved it. Uh, however, I just, I just felt intuitively like I was only expressing one ability, you know, my ability to be strong and to be able to, to, to shape my physique in a different way. So I decided to do, I turned 30 years old and I just thought, man, you know, I feel a little bit beat up to be 30 years old. Why don't I start exploring some different things? So I put down the weight to 100% and just started looking into other body weight training styles. So I got into d- gymnastics, I got into parkour, I got into breakdancing, dancing, got into hand balancing, did a little bit of circus arts. And I was just like, wow, man, there's so much out here that, first of all, I was terrible at everything. I always <laughs> like to say that, like, I was shocked at how bad I was at all of these different movement things that were only body weight based. I thought that like you know with 10 years of being a professional fitness trainer that I would be able to conquer these things with much more ease. But uh, it was shocking just just how challenging it was just to maneuver my own system through space. So yeah. I just you know, over time, I, I was fully inspired. I was just like, man, I, if I could share this with my clients, you know, if they could experience some of the benefits that I'm experiencing, however, I knew that, you know, Judy, my 50 year old client would never go join a gymnastics class or a yeah. breakdancing class. Yeah. So was there something that I could do? Was there a, a program or a system that I could create that was easily accessible, that anyone could come into and gain benefit from right away, that they could feel successful at it. And if they liked it and they chose to, they could just get deeper and deeper into it. So that was the catalyst for creating animal flow. And some of the mm-hmm. pivotal components that, that make up the program you know, are the, it is the, we have the flow component it's called animal flow, but it's really not about animals. We do use some Mm -hmm. animal locomotive patterns and some animal base positions, but truly the, the entire essence of the program and the goal of the system is to improve the function, communication, and connection of the human animal. So it's really about how we inhabit our bodies. And we've, we've seen that, you know, and that was my, my idea is that in the very beginning, one of the best ways for us to, become better connected to our bodies and better communicator with our bodies is by placing hands and feet in contact with the ground and moving around. Because there's mm-hmm. so much, it's just such rich, it's such a rich environment for learning and to be able to turn down all of that noise that's happening in our brain. Because let's face it, man, you you know, you know remember when seeing people in person used to be a thing yeah. and our clients <laughs> would come in. And they would be, you know, their head would be everywhere. They would be thinking about, you know, stress at work, their relationships, what they're going to do that evening, what they did the previous evening. And, you know, it's ironically, most, most of the time we then say, okay, now take your attention and focus on that external object, moving that dumbbell, kettlebell, barbell from point A to point B, or, you know, running on the treadmill or whatever. So we're still asking them to do a task that is kind of outside of their body, not to say that they cannot be conscious while doing that but man when you put someone's hands and feet in contact with the ground and you ask them to start maneuvering their body in different ways and shapes then they can't think about dinner they can't think about what's going on with their boyfriend girlfriend they are totally in their body and in their system and aware of the communication and connection they're having with the floor
0: yeah i mean honestly i was chatting to to i mean you know harry my business partner the Mm -hmm. other day and i said oh you know mike's coming on the on, on the on the podcast how because just just for people listening as well you know i subscribed to your your digital um program which we'll go on to because i had two slip discs um april last year and i just couldn't lift i couldn't run and um started realizing i just need to be moving and getting everything going getting tension through the body but what what i saw on that program the digital program um you know but also knowing animal flow for so many years, I was just like, this is, it's incredible. It is actually incredible what you've created. And I'm not just saying that um, because you're on here because there's so many components now of teaching points of when you're in even one position to transitioning into another of you do it way, you know, these are the teaching points, like how it's obviously grown, I'm assuming organically and you've learned and all that sort of stuff. But, how did you start putting that together at the beginning? It'd be good to just understand that
1: yeah so i had I had two things that that I think were to my advantage coming into building the program. one of them was i'm I've always been a bit of an anatomy geek, so you know i I had a certain understanding of how the human body moves, although that's certainly grown over the past decade since I started designing the program uh but I, I had a base understanding of anatomy and functional anatomy. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I also, I think once, if I could say I have one strong point, it's that I understand patterns. So I understand patterns and systems. And for mm-hmm. me coming into as such a novice into these different things like parkour and breakdancing, you know, again, I was so bad that I just thought, okay, how, how can I like, take some of this, these examples and teach them to my clients. And mm-hmm. so I even like, let's say for example, in breakdancing, I, I would learn like a six step, which is you know just a, a typical kind of foundational breakdancing um, m- movement. And I would try to introduce it to my clients. And it was so cool because I was such a novice that I could understand how someone else being such a novice would take to something that had so much uh, movement complexity. Mm-hmm. So, when designing Animal Flow, I kept that that beginner's mind always. So, even as I was getting to know the program better, I was trying to figure out different ways to simplify it more and more and more, to where someone could again become successful right away. So, mm-hmm. it was always this: okay, let's take this scope from the anatomical lens of w- what is the benefit to this person's physical being. And then also, how can we communicate it to them in a super, super simple way? However, if we chose to, and if the time allowed, we could talk about one movement for three hours straight, and just look at all of these little details, these little degrees, these little compensatory patterns. And, you know, so uh, as you had mentioned, you know, I I always say it took me about three months to create the system. It's taken me every day since to learn it. And every day, I swear I learned something new, something new unlocks. And it mm-hmm. certainly has evolved over time. But yes, you're 100% right, Ben, that for every single transition, every single position, there's like there are like a million things I could talk about each one. And, yeah. um, and it's just full. It's so fun to geek out with other people who are, are really into it or, as I mentioned before, are just kind of like skimming the surface with it. And they just go, oh, you know what? That's one great movement that I like. I'll take that one movement. And that's mm-hmm. totally fine with me. That was always the intention. I never wanted it to be this this dogmatic thing that, you know, there was like this way that you had to practice it. There was a way that you had to, you know, uh, eat mm-hmm. while you were training it. Or, you know, <laughs> I always wanted it to be something that could stand as a whole, but also could be taken apart and applied mm-hmm. in smaller pieces.
0: Yeah, so so how, how long have you been, when was Animal Flow would you say is, is the, the birth date?
1: So we, we just, uh, we hit our 10 year anniversary a couple of months back. Yeah, wow.
0: I mean, that is because cr- I came across it in, I think, 2012 when we went and um, connected with the Institute of Motion guys, Michelle and DP and all those guys. So that's when the first time we'd we'd seen him, what, what is this? Um, some of the guys were doing it on the beach. So, wow, 10 years. Amazing. I mean, well, congrats on that a- anyway. And before I guess we get onto the digital side, where, where had you got to with the business um, before you kind of Um, gone digitally, should we say, because I know that there's an education program and obviously there was classes. Um, Can you just tell us a bit more about that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So whenever I first started designing the program and I was, you know, introducing it to my clients and starting to teach some classes there at the personal training studio that I was teaching at in Miami, it caught on pretty quickly. And so uh, my business partner, Karen and I, we Filmed the first DVD, so it was the Animal Flow Instructional DVD, and this, of course, is years back. And we launched it, and it did surprisingly well. It was the first time we had ever sold something, you know, online. At that at that point, it was both the downloadable version and and the DVD option. And uh, so after that, I. I created the certification, so the Animal Flow Certification. So it was our goal. Yes, we did have a consumer-facing product, which was the DVD. However, I really wanted to educate the people who educate people. So I really, really wanted to be an education or certification model. Mm -hmm. So we did that for, let's see, I think it was about... I did uh, about three or four live certifications, which were yeah. just growing every single time uh, in the states. Yeah, I think I did one in UK possibly before we went into. We did a year exclusivity with a, a brand called Equinox. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a fitness club, but actually, it's the same club that I started with as a trainer mm-hmm. when I was nineteen. And we did a year exclusivity with them, which was awesome because it really gave me the opportunity to hone my abilities as an instructor and facilitator of the workshops, but also really helped me understand the program, being able to teach it to both group fitness instructors as well as personal trainers. So we did that for a year. That was great. Such a great learning experience. And then after that year, we split ways and then we continued uh, with Animal Flow independently. At that time, we started to build our master instructor team. So, you know. Mm big rich Scribner, uh we who's we moving three...
0: incredibly now by the way I mean he's always moved well he's moving well right
1: man he's moving so well he's smooth like butter that guy these days and you know for <laughs> a dude who looks as like just totally jacked and built yeah. you know as he does all the time to move that well it's it's very impressive to watch
0: incredible yeah
1: so yeah, so we start building our master instructor team because you, know, you mentioned Michel earlier, Michel Dalcourt from Viper and Institute of Motion. And that guy gave me one of the best pieces of advice I think I've ever received, which was, and you know, he was a bit of a mentor to us when we first started. Mm-hmm. He said, look, don't try to replicate yourself when you're building your team. He said, because otherwise, you know, you're just kind of making knockoffs of, of your individuality. So find other people who are rock stars in their own right, and that's exactly what we did. So mm. you know, we started looking for people who already had experience as educators, but you know, they had different styles, they had different passions, they brought different things to the table. And we just started building this very eclectic team of master instructors who were able to teach the workshop all over the world so that we could facilitate more workshops and I didn't have mm. to travel quite as much. <laughs> um, that was the goal at least before we went two years straight on the road. Um, <laughs> did people
0: want mike though did people want you i mean was that a big thing that you kind of had to battle with or
1: well that was the thing we that was something of course we we feared in the beginning was would people only want to go to a workshop from the guy who made the thing but it turns Mm -hmm. out that wasn't the case you know these Mm -hmm. other these other master instructors that we had on our team were so magnificent in so many different ways that people were more than happy to go and take mm. a workshop from them. And then of course, those guys all gained their own following as master instructors for Animal Flow. Yeah. And then people would actually seek out their workshops, which was super cool. So sometimes I yeah. wouldn't even, you know, someone would go all the way through the levels that we had and I wouldn't even ever see them personally until maybe a mentorship or maybe I would, yeah. you know, I'd meet them digitally through Facebook or Instagram. Uh, so anyway, so so we consider ourselves an education company all the way up until almost two years ago when we had to make a, a decision on what we wanted to do as far as our continued growth. So mm-hmm. one option was to uh, to make Animal Flow Studios, right? So that was one option we looked at, at possibly doing the franchise model. Thank God you didn't do that. <laughs> So we were at the the fork in the road and we we were thinking, okay, do we go to the brick and mortar or do we figure out a way to continue to expand and do it in a digital space? And luckily, we took the digital road and we, we linked up with a company yeah this actually it, it's funny because they ended up being maybe 15 minutes down the road from where we live uh mm-hmm. Karen, this the suburb that Karen and I both live in in uh mm-hmm. in Boulder so we went and checked out this company they 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 basically white label these platforms and they, they make these on demand platforms. Mm-hmm. So we linked up with them. They're called Intellivideo. They've been awesome. We, we decided to, you know, to make the animal flow on demand, which is not only the on demand platform, but it's also the corresponding app. So you can access it on your smart TV, your desktop, mm-hmm. your laptop, your, your tablet, your phone. And the goal there was to offer classes, tutorials and flows. So we just started shooting content, and we we launched it. Uh, I, I guess yeah, close close to two years ago. I think maybe you know, a year and three quarters or so. And yeah. it, it it we started off strong with a great launch, but then of course, once the world changed and people were stuck at home with no equipment, it just made even more sense. And uh, you know, we we had a huge uptake on mm. our our subscribers, and man, it's just been. I can't tell you how awesome it's been to just continuously be able to shoot content, update the system, be able to release a flow of the week every single week to watch people who are complete novices go through their journey in animal flow and to be able to do it right there at home, man. It's just the coolest thing. And then, and then to watch a lot of those people go on to the certification just to take for their own practice. That's yeah. been really cool to watch.
0: And so the, the the decision decision was made, you know, then two, two years ago, let's say, to go digitally. Mm. Um, I mean, a lot of trainers out there at the moment, I know from speaking to them, um, you know, there's there's a huge, I guess, fear still, even though we're a year in of, of trying to do something online. And, you know, from, you know, you, you're a PT as well, the whole, or should I just do a program and try to sell a PDF? Um, mm-hmm. And some of them have got such... Um, inspirational stories. They've got such knowledge, some of them. Um, What was, I guess, the, you know, the plan? Did you have a structured look, we're going to shoot for three months and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do that. Um, What was the plan of action?
1: Yes, it's it's, we certainly did plan everything out because we had to first, you know, we did our first shoot. Uh, We we all flew to Los Angeles and did our shoot there and You know, we had to launch with so many classes, so many tutorials, Mm -hmm. and so many flows. So I believe we shot for four days of really grueling days, getting, you know, as as much content as we could together. And, you know, keep in mind, because we were shooting for a platform that you could access on your television, it Mm -hmm. had to be a very high digital quality. Yeah. So, you know, we dropped a lot of money just with that first kind of launch, you know, so not mm-hmm. only building out the platform, but also uh, shooting the content for the platform. And the only reason that I say that is because I want to make the connection for people that the reason that we spent so much money doing that is because of the platform in which people would be viewing the content on, yeah. which yeah. is different from someone who is a trainer who needs to shoot content for their subscription base or for their person, you know, their personal clients or, you know, so I just mm-hmm. want to de- delineate. Yeah, the no, that's really good. Those two.
0: Exactly. Yeah. it's a really good point. Um, and so what is the business offering? It's, is it, it's a monthly fee? Well, that's what I was paying, right? Is that the only offering now or what's the, the business model?
1: Yeah. So it, it's still a monthly fee. We do have, a a um excuse me a discount fee f- or code for our instructor so anyone who's taken an animal flow workshop we of course have an instructor's rate as we move forward the, the only way that that some of the offerings will change is we will eventually this year actually we're going to start releasing some of our animal flow kids programming okay. so not only yeah. as the accreditation in the program. Uh, our instructors to go through, but then also we will start, uh, launching the animal flow kids workout videos. So kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, mommy and me or kids specific, uh, classes. And eventually that may become a sub subscription on our on-demand channel. So that's where the offerings may begin to change slightly. So people can be very specific with what they want to gain from the channel.
0: Okay. And so for that for that monthly subscription, the customer, how many classes do they get um, on demand or, or new?
1: So we shoot about every two months and we shoot both classes and flows. I believe, I mean, I haven't done the count recently, but I think we have like 70 tutorials maybe and wow. just endless flows. We have classes that range from beginner, intermediate, advanced, and all different styles of classes. So we have flow skills classes, we have uh, interval classes, we have mobility classes, and it's all within the animal flow universe. Uh, And every single week we release a new flow of the week that again, ranges from beginner, intermediate to advanced. And we try to increase the value of the subscription every way possible by sending newsletters, updated tips, videos, we're just mm-hmm. always trying to figure out different ways in which we can enrich the user experience.
0: Yeah, and, that, and keep that community, right? Um, yeah. And so, so you're from an operational kind of, I guess, development standpoint, you are batching that. Then every few months, you're going and doing some filming and obviously releasing that out to the audience and then every few months doing some more. Okay, um, cool. What about live? Have you got plans or have you looked at live in, in, as, a, as a plan to market?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're, fig- we're figuring that out with our, the, our, the company that we work with in Televideo right now. We're figuring out the best way to go about that because their, their capacity and capabilities are changing and advancing as well. So, so that's going to be an even you know, se- more seamless transition as we go into live offerings. We just have to figure out what that looks like. How long mm-hmm. will we leave the live uh, options up? Will they actually live on the site? So those are just some details that we have to figure out going forward. Uh, and then also, you know, will we make those lives? So let's say, for example, I've, I've been doing a lot of free content recently that's live. So this upcoming weekend, we have, of course, by the time people see this or hear this, it will have already passed. But we have uh, a live <laughs> class, a live global free class that we're doing that's uh, donation based. So it's a free class. However, if someone wanted to donate, we linked up with a company called World Central Kitchen. And it's just a great organization that works to empower and support and heal communities in times of crisis. So that's something we're super excited about. But to go back to the original question, yes, we are eventually going to get into the live space because even Mm -hmm. though... It is digitally live. People still really like that experience. They really like to feel like they're part of something that's happening right now, yeah. even if they watch it, uh, you know, a couple of days after. So we want to mm-hmm. make sure that, that we can still continue to offer that. That's not just pre-recorded content, It it's actual content where there are, you know, hundreds to potentially thousands of people all over the world doing the same flow together at the same time.
0: Because I mean, as you that's, mentioned,
1: that's, Ben... Yeah. I was just gonna say community is such a huge part of animal flow.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, hundred um, percent. I know Sasha as well, obviously, um, who's a super cool dude. Um, but that, that's the one thing I was thinking, you, know, you suddenly got thousands of people all around the world, you know, doing, doing flows would be incredible, you know, um, if even if it was recorded, but I think there's something about live, right? You know, it's, you're lying in bed and it's winter in London, you know, which is dark. It's different between, oh, you know, shit, I've got five minutes before I'm, I'm live with Mike or I can press play, right? I think it's it's really going to be interesting as we go into this new digital um, world. So that's cool. It's, it's cool to know that that's on the horizon. Um, I guess, what are the, what were the main challenges for you, you know, going from this education space that you, you've done so well to then a digital offering to what is, in essence, the end consumer, right? Mm-hmm. What would you say, you know, some of the main challenges were?
1: I think some of the biggest challenges for us are always figuring, figuring out how to have enough offerings to where, again, anyone at any fitness level can feel like they can do this and this is obtainable to them versus them going in and doing a 60 minute class and going, I'm never doing that shit again. That was terrible, you know, because <laughs> let's face it. I mean, most people have not spent more than a couple sets of pushups time on their hands, you know, so to be able to, to, to make something accessible to them that's anywhere from, you know, 10 minutes to 30 minutes to 60 minutes or 45 minutes where they're spending all of that time and the majority of that time on their hands and feet, it's, it's challenging. I really have to say it's challenging. So that's where we Mm -hmm. have to be super creative with our offerings and just know that our audience is every single person of every shape, fitness experience, you know, um, uh, weight, like, you know, uh, gender. Mm-hmm. So it's just knowing that, that we no longer have this kind of, I, Id- this, this very clear idea of who our consumer is. You know, it, we just have to say it's everybody it's anyone who wants to take the program of any age. So that really is the big was, and is still the biggest roadblock or, or I should say obstacle for us. It's figuring out how to make the content accessible. And that's where the variety really is key. And that's why we keep having to up our game of what our offerings are.
0: Yeah. I mean, the tutorials were fantastic, you know, because then you really get to understand um, some of the movements, you know, and how you can break them down. But I can see, yeah, totally how my mother suddenly coming across Animal Flow may have never, well, never She's probably not done any sort of exercise for a long time so yeah and um, what about just marketing and things like that I mean you had a I know, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a big audience and things like that did you did you find that was difficult suddenly going to the end consumer rather than trainers or
1: I don't know that I don't think it was difficult uh however you know I do have to say we 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 were already in the you know the marketing space, so we have this brilliant head of marketing. Her name's Shannon. She's been working for us for a while, and mm-hmm. you know we we were already kind of bootstrapping our own you know marketing and figuring out how to do it between Karen and I. Uh, but you know the game has certainly changed over the years as far as digital marketing goes, and yeah. how you can how you can really really hone in and begin to target your audience. And that, you know, that is certainly not my strong point. So that's where having a team that you can delegate those tasks to is so, so important, you know, which brings up the, you know, the point of whenever you're starting as an independent trainer and you're trying to create an identity, especially in the digital space, you can do so much on your own now. However... If you have the opportunity to grab somebody else that has a skill set that you don't have, and you're able to do some sort of trade with them, you're able to bring them on into your methodology. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. I mean, I can't stress that enough because yes, at some point we have to wear all the hats, but as soon as you can start delegating those hats, the better you're going to be and the more effective you'll be at what you're actually trying to put out there into the world.
0: I couldn't, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. The, and that's where I think some of the trainers are struggling. It's because they're so used to having a partner that was maybe a nutritionist or their own coach, and suddenly they're looking to get some adverts designed, a website design, all these just things that, that may not have come into the forefront um, of kind of how they can bring that digital business um, alive. but. I think you just, like you said, once you do get a team around you that allow you to do what you do best, which is to create, you know, that movement, um, then it will come together. So just even having the conversations, I guess, you know, everyone must know generally someone that knows a bit more than us about marketing. So trainers listening, you know, you can go and have a coffee. Um, but cool. Okay, so how do you see the future of digital fitness now? Or what do, what do you see... You know, especially you're in the States right here in the UK is is, you know, we're like a fingernail compared to the to the States when it comes to the industry. But how do you see the the cross between gyms and and online going forwards?
1: I think there will always be physical locations. So, you know, even though we've lost uh, globally, we've lost a lot of our gyms, we've lost a lot of our personal training studios. I do believe that now there is opportunity. So like you mentioned at the very beginning of our call, there is opportunity there for people to come in fresh to the space. So unfortunately, maybe someone could no longer manage the rent, whatever. So they had to close down. But now there is space for new ideas, new concepts to come in. So I think there Mm -hmm. always will be the opportunity for physical locations that can be successful because let's face it, People want to go and work out around other people. And I don't think that that will ever change. That is intrinsic within us where we're tribal, you know, communities, you mm-hmm. know, we want to be around other people for the most part. However, these systems that have been built through this last year, we will get to see how they will continue to grow and evolve once the world opens back up. So it's almost like you have even more possibility, you know, yeah. and yes, has this year been very challenging? Of course it has. But people are tenacious, man. People are, are adaptable. We're malleable. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to see what people have done to be so inventive in different ways and started creating new structures, new programs, new cap- capacities and capabilities. And to, to see how those then morph and change the world once the world opens back up, it's really exciting. So I don't think that we're at any lack of opportunity. I just think it's going to be a couple of years until we see exactly how it plays out.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. You know, the gym side of things, from owning a gym, it's been completely catastrophic. Like I I said to you before we started, but the digital side, you know, we're obviously doing remote coach has been huge, exciting. Just speaking to coaches, some of the ideas that are coming out and, and the products are amazing, you know? And I think, The one thing that trainers um, maybe sometimes missed is that before as trainers, you know, we would go and have this client pool of gym bunnies, basically people that were into fitness that wanted to kind of take it to that next level. But COVID has certainly made just every man and woman on the street realize that wellness movement, having something to do with fitness is hugely important. So it's going to be a huge opportunity for for more clients, um, I think anyway. But what about the future of animal flow then over the next, let's say, two years, three years?
1: Yeah. And before, I just want to add something to what you were yeah. saying there, Ben, because there's some, some gold there. Uh, you know, when, we're, when you're looking at before pre-COVID, when you were a PT or a personal trainer and, you know, you would go in and you would have your day of clients. And pretty much once you were done, you were done other than programming time. You know, so you, once you had your last client, you were done for the day, other than whatever programming you would do for the, the clients during, you know, however you structure your programming. But whenever you go into that space of now I need to promote myself as a digital PT, now I need to, you know, build my online presence. now I need to do all of these different things. Uh, you don't just stop after the day's done. You know, it's, it's really important. that I want to mention that, you know, when creating your, your business, your online, whatever. Uh, it's a 24 hour a day job. Like, you know, it's, 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 you're always working. And luckily if, if you love that thing so much, you're happy to do it. But you know, if, if, if you're not cut out for that type of workload, uh, it can be extremely challenging. And so I do, I just, just want to drop that little piece of reality there that it's it's not a (laughs) It's not. I'm done with my client, so I'm done with the day, kind of thing. It's no, totally.
0: It's it, and also just, it's a case of you. You know, you you've spoken a lot about thought process, strategy, plan, process. You know, and I love I love the, the saying. You know, hope is not a strategy. You know, and it's a case mm. of, whatever product that's going to be coming out, whether that's just literally um, a pdf program that you're going to be selling you need to be strategizing around everything you know from Mm -hmm. how they make the sale and give you your money to the marketing to the follow-up to the newsletters there's got to be a strategy or else yeah like you said it's just going to be unenjoyable you're going to burn out and and blame every every other digital product probably
1: (laughs) yeah and the other thing i want to add to that is just you know followers don't mean customers and I can't, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. It's just so true. You know, you can have 50,000, a hundred thousand followers. You can have 10,000 followers. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you, and every one of those people may say that they love you more than anyone else in the entire world, (laughs) but it doesn't mean that when you have something to sell to them that they're going to buy it. And the reason that I, that I, that I think it's so important to bring that up is that so much time is spent sometimes on our s- social identity that we don't realize that that time could be better allocated in building the team around us, see who, seeing who our allies are, spending time mm-hmm. on the actual program or system or whatever it is that we're trying to, to build and, and release. So you know, I just wanna, wanna mention, oh, since we are talking about the digital presence is that, yes, it is important to have people whom which you can market to, but mm-hmm. it's not the end. It's not the end game because you may yeah. only have two thousand followers, and in, in those two thousand people will buy anything that you put out. That's your like. That's that's, that's what your you business. Want. That's yeah. your business.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's so so important. And um, so, yeah, so the next two years, Animal Flow. What, what are we looking? What's the excitement that we can
1: yeah. expect? Sorry, I totally sidetracked myself there. No. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll continue to to build on demand we'll continue with the kids program uh we're going to be releasing level three which will be our next offering which we're pretty excited about as far as our education platform goes we'll be working on our group fitness certification as well we will be building our headquarters which we're really really excited about talking about not building brick and mortars but the thing is, you know, this being our flagship, this being our HQ, the goal mm-hmm. is not for it to be a functioning class gym. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the goal is to to be our our place where you know the pinnacle of what we do so instructors can come and visit we will have a class schedule we'll hold workshops there we'll build it out to where we can continue to shoot our content there so uh we're really excited about that we're going to start that project this year and hopefully begin the build out sometime towards fall
0: wow amazing and that that's in boulder
1: it'll be somewhere within you know let's say 20 minutes drive from boulder because boulder is pretty concentrated you know it's a small town and there's not a lot of there are not a lot of big spaces and we want to have you know a a nice size space so we'll probably need to find a location that's within a short drive but yes it will be in the exact area
0: oh amazing as soon as we're open i'm over
1: right man (laughs) would love to have you
0: been a bit of a flow. Cool. So I'm I'm conscious of your time, Mike, because you know obviously you are you are hugely busy as well. What what would be the three things you know to put you on the spot? The three things <laughs> that you would you would advise um, a trainer or a coach to focus on to do to look at anything when it comes to um, you know the question of I want to do something online. I think I have a bit of an idea of a product mm-hmm. or offering. Where can I start?
1: yeah so I think the first thing is figure out what your offering is so mm-hmm. you know I, I think uh, in in this current time that we're in it's it's very common for personal trainers or fitness enthusiasts to uh, let's let's say with the the professional side so let's say personal mm-hmm. trainers to look at a modality or a thing uh, let's say like a mace for example and mm-hmm. then they, They get a little bit of experience with it, and then they are all of a sudden a MACE specialist, and -hmm. they start offering their MACE program. Which, believe me, I'm not saying that that being specific and specializing in something is bad. I'm just saying know that thing really, really well before you start presenting yourself as the expert in that thing. So just make sure that you know before you start figuring out your identity, being around one modality, make sure mm-hmm. that you know that modality through and through, in and out, that you can be the, the professional, the go-to on that thing, or at least yeah. amongst the top tier. So, uh, however, if your thing is multiple things, so if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're saying, you know, I have the right tool for the right person at the right time, and that's your approach, fantastic. So Mm -hmm. promote it in that way and, you know, make it clear that you, that, 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 that's what your, you know, your brand message is that it's, it's, you have all of these tools in your toolbox and it's really dependent upon what the person needs. And so I think, I think having the differentiation, not to say that it has to be those two ends of the spectrum, but just making it very clear what your thing is and then making sure that you know, you're that thing better or as well as anyone else. I think that's, that's the first thing. Uh, The second thing would be utilize the tools that you have. And so when I'm saying tools, I'm actually now talking about the clients that you have and the people around you that you have. And I hate to call people tools, (laughs) just just using that uh, as an analogy, but you know, those clients that you have, The people who are following you uh who are actually engaging you in a way in which they may be potential business for you making Mm -hmm. sure that you are serving them in every way possible and and giving them the best product possible so that you have a longevity with people and so you know i'm always someone that's i'd much rather go towards quality than quantity so because you know because quality will keep people coming back whereas you know when you have quantity they may make a one-time purchase and then they move on to something else if they feel like the depth is not there so really just making sure that the connections that you have with people is strong and that you're you're being of service to them in every way possible and then kind of the third thing the add on that we've already mentioned earlier is see who your your potential resources are within your pool and see how you can link up with a photographer link up with someone who does graphics link up with someone who does video editing figure out your team and figure out how you can uh what you have to offer them before you start paying out of pocket so just see what you can what you can get get yeah, what kind that's an
0: of important point yeah trade
1: right? yeah exactly just see what what you can uh, you know, negotiate, I guess, for lack of a better word, with somebody else where it's a mutual beneficial relationship before you start, you know, dishing out a bunch of money, uh, especially since the online space is so competitive. You want to make sure that you're always in a space of hopefully taking money in versus putting a lot of money out. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. So, I mean, I guess it's then, yeah, ensure you know your product, ensure you know it Mm -hmm. inside out. Um, ensure that you've got you know good people around you to I guess give you feedback right test and measure that product and then build a killer team um, around mm. you as well to, to launch it I mean and that's what you've pretty much done with Animal Flow um, I want to congratulate you again and where where can people find more information about the digital the education yourself um, throw yeah, the sandals so- out <laughs>
1: so animalflow.com is our website you can find everything there and then on ig we're animal flow official for the actual animal flow official ig Mm -hmm. and then my personal is mikefitch.af
0: cool well thank you so much mike really appreciate the time and um, my pleasure my friend great seeing you sounds good